Seven minutes past four. This is a PM live here on SFM 104 to 107 till Friday edition. It's good to have you with us for the next 120 minutes or so. We shall be bringing you top stories, making headlines across the globe today. And uh, judgment is expected on Wednesday in an application by Independent Police Investigative Directorate ahead Robert McBride for an urgent interdict against plans to suspend him. That's uh, our talking point today. He approached the High Court in Pretoria after Police Minister Natin Tlego informed him of plans to suspend him. McBride's lawyer, Stephen Badlander, asked the court to declare the minister's uh, decision invalid. Meanwhile, the lawyers, uh, or rather lawyer of uh, Hawkshead, Arnold Ramatz, uh, has declined to comment about speculation that he's resigned. All of this is against the backdrop of uh, suspensions of uh, the Gauteng head of uh, the Hawks and other officials, as well as uh, the debacle of uh, former intelligence boss Richard Mzluli. Our talking point this afternoon, uh, police focusing enough energy on busting crime amid all of these uh, internal battles, is what we're asking you this afternoon, really. Just uh, share your views with us, 34701. Uh, that's the number to SMS to 34701 at Tepiso Makwetla at Kuala News at FM PM Live, and that's the subject of our top story because uh, Robert McBride's lawyers today told the High Court in Pretoria that a parliamentary process should be the only way to suspend head of IP to ensure independence. McBride is seeking an interim interdict against Police Minister Nati Ntlekom, and uh, I caught up uh, with uh, his. Uh, a lawyer there or a partner at Adams and Adams, a law firm representing Robert McBride in this case, that's Jacques Marais, and started by asking him whether Minister Ntlego has the powers to suspend McBride or not. At the moment, the, the IPED Act uh, says very simply that the minister may remove the head of IPED, um, and it, it, gives, it gives a number of bases upon which the minister could remove the head of IPED, and that includes misconduct, um, and ill health and so forth. And and that is exactly the section which I could say and, and which we agree with is not constitutional because it does not contain sufficient safeguards to ensure that that there is the the required independence. Um, between the Minister uh, of Police and IPID. Uh, what, it, what it essentially means is that, that IPID, uh, IPID's head um, is uh, uh, dependent on the Minister for, for the position that the, that the person holds. So in other words, IPID's head, um, in, in, in current terms, as the Act presently reads, um, must sing for, for, for his lunch uh, with the Minister, in other words. And that, we say, is just not sufficiently uh, independent. And that independence that we're talking about uh, is, is something that is, is in the Constitution and is in the Constitution not only as a general principle, but specifically in relation to IPED, where the Constitution makes provision for its, for its existence. But also it's interesting, Mr. Murray, because you highlight that uh, the IPED Act does allow the minister to suspend uh, the IPED head uh, for, for whatever reason. Yes. So he is within his right, Minister Ntlego, then to institute this, this move to suspend, or at least to indicate that he would want to suspend uh, Mr. McBride. We, we, we say the Act is unconstitutional. So is that what you are challenging? Yes, absolutely. But how can the IPID head then be removed in your view? What are the processes then? Look, this is something that will be debated in the, in the case. Um, perhaps I must just uh, clarify this. The, the case this morning, um, the case essentially has two parts. Uh, the first part, which is the one that was heard this morning, uh, on an urgent basis relates to 
to, to stopping um, the, the process of suspension which the minister started uh, on, on, on Wednesday uh, when he served the iPad head with a notice of intention to suspend and gave him essentially uh, less than two days to respond to that notice. So, so that is what this case this morning was about. The second part of the case will be about the constitutionality of Section 6 of the IPAD Act, the one that confers the powers to remove on the minister. And in that part of the case, of course, the, the, there will be arguments over exactly what it is what the section must say, exactly what it is uh, what the minister must be able to do in relation to his oversight of IPAD, and that obviously includes also uh, the appointment and removal of the head. What we are saying at this point in time is that as it stands, there are just simply not sufficient safeguards to ensure that the, that the iPad hack, uh, head can act independently. Um, so so there, there are a number of things that one can consider as to what that, what that section should say. What we can say at this point is that, that the section should build in uh, sufficient safeguards to, to guard the independence of IPED. But, uh, you know, an, an argument can be advanced that uh, Mr. McBride took up this position regulated by the IPED Act, and he yeah. knew about this uh, this particular act. Why challenge it now when he is uh, under circumstance then? No, absolutely. But uh, you must bear in mind, this this application, and you see it's, uh, especially the, the, the part of the application that deals with the constitutionality of the act, does not really is not really about Mr. McBride. It is about the independence of IPED. Um, so whether or not Mr. McBride took up the position knowing of this particular section uh, does not really take the matter further from that perspective. The fact that he took it up cannot uh, make a, con- a section that is essentially um, unconstitutional constitutional. So, so the, the, the point that we are making is that um, the institution. IPED needs to be sufficiently independent from the minister, and we do not think that Section 6, as it presently stands, uh, confers the, the necessary independence. All right, and uh, Minister Natin Tleko's lawyer, William Mokaru, makes a point that uh, really uh, this should not be granted because he, Mr. McBride has not been suspended yet, so there is no need for an urgent application uh, to interdict uh, that particular move. Why not wait for it then and then... Uh, put in an application to say you cannot suspend. This issue was debated in, in, in quite some detail in court this morning. And, and, and perhaps to, to summarize, what we, what we say about that is that the entire process of suspension is, is unlawful because the, the provision in terms of which it, it, it would, under which it would fall is Section 6, and that section we say is unlawful. So, so, so we say that uh, even from the point of giving notice of uh, intention to suspend, uh, the minister would have engaged in, in conduct which, which falls under Section 6 and which, which I've, as I've explained, uh, uh, would not pass constitutional muster. So the, 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 the harm caused uh, to IPED and, and to Mr McBride by uh, being subjected to a suspension process in the way that, that, he, that he is um, we say warrants um, warrant IPED to come to court on an urgent basis. Of course, the court will, will rule on this issue, and, and we expect to, to, to receive uh, the, judges, uh, uh, the, the judgment on Wednesday. Um, and the parties have, in fact, agreed that, um, that, that the minister shall not take any further steps in relation to the suspension uh, uh, until, uh, until Wednesday.
And that was uh, Jacques Marais, a partner at Adams & Adams, a law firm representing Robert McBride in this particular case. And that's the t- subject of our talking point today, 34701. What, you ma- what do you make of all uh, these uh, you know, developments in uh, the uh, crime-busting uh, section of our police? And of course, if uh, police are focusing enough energy on busting crime amid all of these internal battles.